We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, listen to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash, rocking out in the yep. Miller Furniture Studios, presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Smash, I had a very proud pop-up moment this week. On Tuesday night, Yeah, the Arizona State Sun Devils of the Kirkwood Youth Hockey League got mm-hmm. to play at Enterprise Center during intermission. First intermission, Freddie Milton out on the ice. It was pretty freaking cool. Nice, <laughs> really. It was a pretty... Pretty quick, uh, pretty quick game. They played like I think two minutes or three minutes oh, on right. the ice, and right. he nearly scored a goal on the wrong net, which was also pretty <laughs> awesome. But the other team actually saved him from scoring. <laughs> really, and I thought I didn't realize he was shooting at the wrong net because yeah. Sal, you've been there for those oh, yeah. intermission games. Some days yeah. those are the highlight. Yeah, yeah. So he had a, he had a kind of a takedown at one point. He, you know, it's kind of a they they the six year olds. I mean, they yeah. they kind of tend to gravitate. The number the one thing to watch when they have the peewee or midgets or whatever level it is games when they're six years old and under or seven and under is to see it can any kid actually break away from the swarm and do something with the puck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah. so there are some kids in this league. I mean, so uh, Steve Ott, who's the assistant coach of the Blues, is, oh, yeah. is actually Freddie's right. assistant coach. And he could not be a nicer guy. And his, oh, his he's kids great. on the team – and uh, they interviewed him after the game along with Joey Vitale's kids. I don't know if you caught that, Solly, when you were in the press box, but it was hilarious because when they came back, they came back from the interview to Chris Raby, 590's own Chris Raby, and uh, Raby said something like, hey, Maverick, I thought you were going to give away your uh, family's social security numbers as well because he started <laughs> rattling up their names and birthdays and all this stuff. But it was it's so cool they do that. I mean, it, there's a lot that goes into that. The Blues could easily say, yeah, we're not going to do it, but they you know, have, have teams from all over participate. Oh, the Blues have been great in the youth hockey community, including lending yeah. their ice service when – yeah, the issue with the rink on the east side, but it's especially great when it's the son of a player or daughter of a current player yeah. to see dad, or in Steve Ott's case, a coach, see mm-hmm. dad on the bench sitting out for those couple minutes to watch their kids play and then see the player on the interview. And the big key is to see whether dad's their favorite player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever see uh, Freddie get in a fight on the ice? Uh, a few times, man. Like, really? He's not He's not the most aggressive kid. Like, yeah. He's, he's kind of easy-go-lucky, as you say. Yeah, happy-go-lucky. You, 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 like, but, like, that was kind of a wake-up for him is hockey. Some of these kids, you know, they grew up playing. Right. They've been playing since they were young. Their dads played. Yeah. I didn't play, so hockey's kind of – and, Frank, we'll get to this in a moment. I don't I don't really know if I'm cut out for, for being a hockey dad yeah. with the 6.45 a.m games that they have on Saturday. 6.45? Yes. We had 6.45 last Sunday. On Saturday? Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays. Wow. And my wife was out of town last week. Early. And I took all three, I had all three of the kids that I I brought to practice. That was at at (laughs) 7.30, but that was not easy, man. And the 6.45, even the kids, I mean, they don't, they're they're not even awake at that point. Yeah, right. So what was I going to say? Oh, the fighting. So he had a kid last year. Yeah, they're on the ice, and I'm up in the stands, and they would take breaks and kind of sit down on the like they have little like pads. Yeah, they sit on. and this kid just starts punching Fred like really? in the head. Really, but he's got a helmet on. The kid's got gloves on, but he's like, I can see Fred sitting there, be like, ow, ow, like just like moving <laughs> his head. And I told Fred, I was like, if somebody hits you like that, you got to hit him back. Yeah, you know, or tell exactly a coach right. to do something like that. But like, he's gotten a little bit better about protecting himself, standing yeah. up to, and he's and he actually. He's just, he's probably the biggest kid in terms of 
like height. He's very he's very big compared to the other kids. Yeah. So that's an advantage that he needs to yeah. You know, in any sport, take advantage of. I tell you what, not my encouraging kid, fighting. No, but. of course not. Uh, my kid, when he's like seven years old, uh, they were picking on him at school at that age. You know, that's what was wild. And so I'm talking with him, having father son talk <laughs> up in his bedroom before he goes to sleep. And I said, listen, if anybody ever hits you, you hit him back twice as hard as what they hit you. Mm-hmm. Eye for an eye. And if they hit you back, you hit them four times as hard. <laughs> he said, okay, Dad, okay. So I said, here, I'm going to punch you. Boom, I punched him on the arm. I said, now you hit me hard, twice as hard back. He punched me right under my eye right here. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Ah, parenting 101. Yes. Yeah, all I could do was hold back the tears because it hurt so bad. <laughs> and he punched me under my eyes. Yeah, that's the way to do it, son. That's the way to do yeah, it, you never, Yeah, you never yeah. do that again. And uh, No, I never did that again. But you got to teach the kids, man. They can't uh, be softies, just to use the term, you know? Well, and honestly, like, there are just mean people out there sometimes. And, that and, and that's what's sad is that even at that age, yep. I mean, I've seen there's kids that are just mean-spirited and, yep. and um, yeah, you can tell teachers, you can tell coaches, but sometimes you got you to learn this. You can't just sit there and take yeah, it. that's right. So. Another thing happened to my kid. <laughs> I didn't even know about this, all right? So, later on. Because you were I, at IHOP eating pancakes. I was. <laughs> uh, I put him through this taekwondo school. Well, is it Taekwondo or is it Taekwondo? Taekwondo. You said that kind of. <laughs> a certain part is down, it's Taekwondo. Okay. But for me, it's Taekwondo, all right? I'm West County. Okay. So, it's Taekwondo. And he learned Taekwondo, got himself a black belt. By wow. the time he's in high school, all right, he's now a double black belt, all right? Now, some guys are picking on him outside of school, by the school wall right there. And he told me later on, Later on, meaning a few years later, he said, yeah, I got in a fight uh, one time with, with a guy over there because I asked him, did you ever have to use your martial arts knowledge and everything? He said, yeah. I said, well, what happened? Well, these three guys came and picked on me. One guy was punching me, and one of the times when he's punching me, I grabbed him as his fist was coming towards me. I grabbed his fist in midair, twisted his wrist around, and broke his arm, and they ran. I said, my man, he's Chuck Norris-like, man. Wow. It was magnificent. Now, I don't advocate doing that stuff, but that's called self-defense, is it not? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think so. That's we're seeing, we're so. seeing that play out now in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. On a, on a much story. more severe scale. But, yeah, oh, I mean, if, you're, if, you, if someone is attacking you and you feel threatened, you're allowed to to retaliate. I yeah. mean, you can defend yourself. The question, yeah. you know, is is the response reasonable is, is deadly force warranted that's a that's a different issue but if i may go back to the blues for a second well, certainly yes <laughs> i i do want to get fighting partner no just in general like their general. support of youth hockey i think is really awesome sure my son would never i mean we did the we did the learn to play through the blues yeah which is an amazing deal i mean you you pay i think it was 150 dollars um they give you all the pure hockey sponsors it, so they give you all the equipment you need to start playing hockey. Nice. They do six weeks of lessons. Guys like Joey Vitale are out there, you know, helping coach, and it's just a really cool thing that St. Louis has going with with youth hockey. I yeah. don't know if it exists to this level around the country. It's certainly picked up. I mean, obviously the Stanley Cup championship and all that, but I mean, it's really cool to see. It's cool to see the Blues have these kids come on the ice, and it's like. A, once in a lifetime experience for these kids, and yeah. it was just super cool. If we may shift gears, smash, sure, sure. 
It's kind of a tax topic, but also just go to general interest. You are the St. Louis the tax lawyer. Electric man. cars. Elect this, this. Oh yeah. You know the Build Back Better uh, proposal. Um, it's interesting because there's this push now to get away from fossil fuels, right? Yes, they right. want everyone to be. There's certain states that have actually passed laws that say you can't sell right gasoline vehicles by the year, let's say 2035. I was told by a Ford dealer, 2025, everything changes. What do you mean? It's all electric by then? Exactly. Well, what's going to happen with all these uh, gas gas powered vehicles? They're just going to eventually fade it, phase out. So that's and, why they're doing all these charge <clears throat> stands around the country. Well, that's the big thing is do we, we don't have, go ahead, Sully. Well, the transition isn't totally unprecedented because, well, this is before our lifetimes, Mark, but of course, Smash will remember it's when you had to transition from leaded fuel to unleaded fuel. There were still cars for <laughs> right. a while running on leaded fuel, That's so gas right. stations still had to have them. But as time evolved, fewer <laughs> and fewer did. And eventually, if you were still driving a car that needed leaded fuel and you're outside of somewhere like Cuba, you yeah. were basically out of luck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because like, right. they, they, over the years, they've had incentives for people to buy electric yeah. vehicles. And right. the new proposal would give you as much as 12500 off an electric off vehicle? A credit, a tax credit to buy an electric vehicle, which it's interesting because I heard someone, of course, make the woke equitable argument. Like, if, yeah. you know, do you need a tax credit if you want to buy an electric vehicle? And I think the reality is, <clears throat> at this point, it is less convenient to own an electric vehicle. Now, like, you know, Teslas are super cool. Yeah. Like, Tesla kind of made electric vehicles cool. Right. Right? Like, the, the, uh, the Chevy Volt is not cool. Or, like, some of these right. other right. electric vehicles are not cool however these some of these newer companies that have come out they've got like the ford uh yeah they're talking about mustang. ford f-150 mustang yeah the mustang's cool man being electric but again i'm thinking to myself do like when you charge an electric vehicle yeah are you not using fossil fuels are you not i mean is the electric grid not powered off of coal or some other you know natural gas or whatever the case may be like, i don't know how you i don't know how yeah. you ever totally get away from fossil fuels and why? Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we putting ourselves at a disadvantage if uh, you know China yeah. is going to continue to burn coal and use nuclear energy? Somebody's going to burn the grid, man, and we ain't going to have electricity. Ain't nobody going to be running. Well, look what happened in Texas last year. You had you had days of cloudy weather, yeah. cold, no wind. There's solar and their wind powered. Oh yeah, electricity. Right, right, right. Grinded to a halt, and you had blackouts all over, you know, yeah. all over Texas. Yeah. So that's the risk you run is. If you go to these alternative sources of energy, I, I think it's good to have a mix, but I just, I don't know how you can say all gas, you know, gasoline fueled cars right. must be off the road by 2030 or whatever the case may be. Well, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be, that's, that's the way the whole thing is running right now because it starts with the shutdown of the Keystone pipeline. All right. There was where it all began to go to the electric vehicles. And going to the electric vehicles, all I can see, and yeah, you, know, you know, I'm one of these conspiracy theorists, is someday somebody's just going to pop that grid, and there ain't going to be We're no electricity screwed. for nothing. I know. Do you ever sometimes? I sometimes think about doomsday prepping and like yeah. really getting after it, and then I think, well, you look very prepped stuff. and ready, man. No, I'm saying like I just got to get defeated. I got to kind of say, nah. You know, something like that happens. I'll, yeah, it's cool. I'll just, I'll just perish. You know, like it's like <laughs> you gotta. Like, I'm saying like, because I feel like you either gotta go all out. Yeah. Like if you're really gonna prep for like yeah. a doomsday scenario, yeah, you really gotta be all in. Like you've gotta really 
spend a lot, yeah. put a lot of energy into it. Like I've looked at doing solar panels. I actually thought about doing a refi with Andy yeah. Newbold, uh, uh -huh. First Bank Mortgage, taking that money. We yeah. ended up doing the patio project, but yeah. part of it was, hey, maybe we we'll use some of this money and buy some solar panels. Right. Um, but it's by the way, Andy Newbold. If you're in the market for a home mortgage, maybe a refinance, a be sure to check out Andy Newbold. First Bank Home Mortgage, you can find him on Facebook. Just type in Andy Newbold. You're on Facebook, Smash. Type I in am. Andy Newbold. First Bank, he's got a great Facebook page with all kinds of tips uh, for the holiday season. Mm. You know, not just mortgage. He's, he puts a lot of good information out there. Yeah. You can also email him at andy.newbold at fbol.com. And again, First Bank Mortgage. I have been so happy with my with my experience with yeah. refinancing and the servicing alone has been great. Um, he's not a broker. He's a true, you know, they're a true mortgage lender. They service, yeah. they own the loans, they right. service the loans. So give them a shot at your business. Andy Newbold, 314-660-2223. That's his cell phone. You can call him directly, 660-2223. You can text him anytime. Andy Newbold, First Bank. But back to my All right. doomsday prepping. You, yeah. Like I said, <clears throat> if you get solar panels, they have it so you can generate some power for your home. But it also fuels like a generator. Mm. I've also looked at generators, you know, propane generators, gas gas power generators. Yeah. But the problem there is, uh, if like let's say there were an earthquake, yeah, right, and the gas lines get disrupted, right, that would maybe knock your generator yeah. out out of service. So you know what the answer is, Smash. This is the long wind up. Come on, the RV. Because the RV oh, yeah, that's right. has a generator on it. Good point. So now you've got your your emergency yeah. escape hatch yeah. in the form of wheels. Yes. But you also have a generator in case you don't have a power source. And in a way, it can be a it can be a rolling armory. You could have all your weapons <laughs> you in there weapons and you're set, man. But if it's called doomsday, why would you prepare anyhow? Because you are are doomed well the, most would be doomed but if you're prepped for it if you got the rv the idea is you how do you prepare to save yourself and your family in the yeah. event of did you ever watch that show on uh i think it was on like a and e doomsday preppers it no. was fascinating so like yeah. each of these guys would have different scenarios they were planning for one might be a you know uh, a, a nuclear nuclear war yeah. one might be an earthquake a meteor floods. Like whatever yep. floods whatever the case may be so they would they would uh, have all these things in place, and then the, sh the show would sort of rate their preparedness and uh -huh. their likelihood of survival in the event these things happen. And it was always fascinating. And you hear about these, <clears throat> like food, for example. Yes. I mean, look what happened in COVID, right? You couldn't yeah. get freaking toilet paper. Yeah, right. So right. Like, if something really bad happened, which I'm not saying COVID wasn't bad, but it wasn't a doomsday-type scenario yeah. where, like, I mean, all bets are off. People yeah. are just going to be yeah. going nuts. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to fend for yourself, so if you don't have... Food, water, things at your house. I mean, you're screwed. Yeah. Is that house next door to you that has uh, been foreclosed, is that really a haven for a lot of your doomsday prep stuff? <laughs> for, which, which house are you talking about? One on the left. There's no foreclosure. I'm sorry. I must be in the red, <laughs> wrong neighborhood. <laughs> now we got the tiny house we built out back for a friend of mine. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? I'm sorry. What? Somebody, somebody else is taking over. But the RV, that's oh, yes, what I'm thinking. The RV. Not only is the RV great for now, just yeah. for like everyday, not yeah. doomsday right. living, but if an event yeah. happened, you hop, you'd load the family on there, and you're, yeah. you know, you just drive, drive we, like. We're gonna like do it with a flat tire on an RV, man. Well, that's a problem. I yeah. think you probably have a spare somewhere on yeah. there, but because um, the enemy will shoot your tires out. 
Well, it depends what enemy we're do. talking about. I'm thinking more in terms of just like, hey, something happened where yeah. the grid's knocked off. We don't have power. We don't have water. Here's you know, here's yeah. at least something that kind of bridged the gap for a few days, yeah. weeks, or whatever the case. Well, I'm talking about aliens, man. Attacking well, yeah, the RV. Aliens are a different story. I mean, if you're talking about an Independence Day, Bill Pullman type scenario, then you've got to just hope that, you know, you can, your government, your military can, can fend them off. Yes. And, I mean, I don't envision being able to fight off aliens with whatever arsenal I would, I would have. That would be, the arsenal would be more for like the, um, you know, fending off other people. I mean, it's sad to say that, but I mean, people would get crazy if, yeah, if things. Right. Went real south. Yeah. Do you carry a baseball bat in your car by chance? I do not. <laughs> I do not carry a baseball bat. Um, I've got some other things, though, to protect myself. I got a billy club. Billy club. I'm not yeah. really going to probably help you, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Sorry, see, how you loaded. protect yourself? What kind of weaponry a guy like you got, man? <laughs> Solid. Was he sleeping? <laughs> we caught him off guard. What do you What do you protect yourself with, Solly? Oh, what do I do protect you carry myself anything? with? Yeah. Oh, I just have to be one step ahead of everyone else. I do not trust myself with any sort of weapon whatsoever. So I basically have my car and my cell phone. Yep. Solly's also a double black belt. I could see Solly whipping out some Taekwondo. Oh, I somebody. see Solly kicking somebody's ass, man, because Solly's an unassuming looking type of dude. You bother Solly, you got nothing but a world of trouble coming your way. Zippity doo zippity yeah. Well, I hey, just guys. freak people out. What's that? I just freak people out, and they're just afraid to come after me. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, uh, well, this isn't really, I mean, this is somewhere you should go every day of your life is Rosalita's. You know, oh, I love Rosalita. You know, That's where I'm going for worry. Doomsday, man. Doomsday, you My go last to the happy meal. hour. If you want to forget about yep. all your cares, exactly forget about right. your worries, it's like cheers. You go to you go to Rosalita's Cantina, either man, to pair off hungry. Manchester or downtown on Washington oh, Avenue. I love and you forget all your cares. And they're happy hour, I love three Rosalita's. to seven. Yeah. Three to seven, Monday yeah. through Friday. You know what yeah. I might need for a Doomsday shelter? Need maybe just a huge jug of salsa, a bunch of bags of chips, and maybe some of those fajita meats and veggies. Oh, since yeah. you got to store it, maybe have it vacuum sealed, yeah. freeze dried. So that way, even if I'm in the bunker, I can still have, you know, Mexican yep. night with fajitas, oh, margaritas, nice. chips and yeah. salsa. But don't tell anybody, Solly, because the aliens will attack you for this. They will come find it. That's you can right. check them out, rosalitascantina.com. And speaking of booze, that's actually an idea I had when I thought about Doomsday prepping and stocking booze? up on booze. Yeah, I think booze could be the real commodity. Could be as valuable as any any sort of bullets or yeah. ammo or. Food. Well, you see, what you need to do there is certain booze ages better. So get that's some I mean. you know, vintage yeah. whiskeys, a wine collection. That's how you sell vodka. I don't yeah. think vodka goes bad, does it? I don't think so. But we have to do some research on this. Definitely, yeah. that could be your excuse to build up the top. Flight, you know, wine cellar, whiskey collection. Hey, yes. in case we have to go in the shelter for two years, do we really want to drink, you know, rail liquor? But that's the thing. When all <laughs> things hit, when things hit the fan, the dollar will be worthless. So I'd rather have a stockpile of booze to barter with. Can I throw something right now? Sure. All right. What are either of you guys think about Staples Center? No more on December twenty fifth. It becomes crypto.com. Crypto.com crypto well, Center. First of all, I didn't know Staples still existed, so I don't know why the name is. Uh, there ain't a stables out here. I think there? it's went out. Of, I did it go bank. Well, no, it I don't think it ever made depot. Did it? I don't know if that did because Office Max and Office Depot merged years did ago. They? I gotta say though, I do like. I mean, I like names that stick for the long haul. Yeah, the, there's too much name changing on stadiums, yeah. arenas, things like that. So you kind of lose sight 
you lose track of what is what anymore. So, yeah. I mean, crypto.com, fine, but is that going to stick? I mean, I don't remember Savas Center. When yeah, Savis I remember Center. that. Right. Oh, that building's had four names now. And at least back in the day, you yeah. know, a stadium would at least only change names if there was an ownership change. Right. Little fun yeah, fact right. Wrigley Field, I believe, is the at least the second name of that ballpark because before the Wrigley family, it was Wiegman Park, and it mm-hmm. may oh, have right. even been Federal League Park before that. Right. Yeah, no. I, I mean, it, like I said, Staples. Um, didn't you know believe in his cryptocurrency, Matt? Oh, so that's for another show. We don't have time to get into it. Yeah, I mean, I do believe in there's value in alternative currencies because the dollar. The dollar is, you know, But if in it's jeopardy. a crypto.com center, did they buy those naming rights? Yeah, they bought it. So with it's a, it's with seven, dollars or with crypto coins? $700 million over time. All right, this is the Mark okay, Milton Show. Bye. we got to wrap it up. Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Thank you to all of our sponsors, Rosalita's, Lordo's Diamonds, Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage, and Miller Furniture, we are out. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.